This is Josh Gondelman. No, I'm sorry, I'm Josh Gondelman, and this is Make My Day, a comedy game show. The world is a tough place to be. It's very stressful. So each week, I try to make it a little nicer by playing a game with a team of guests, or a single guest, but this week it's a team, who are guaranteed to win because they're the only contestants. As we play our game, I will assign my guest points based on how much their answers to my questions cheer me up. And then at the end, the guests and only contestants, I, I have to stress that, win a $100 donation each to the charity or cause of their choice. Then we each give a pep talk to someone or a group that we think needs it this week because this isn't all about me, it's just mostly about me. As I mentioned, today we have a team of guests. We've got the kings of nonstop John Cops, the Holland Oats of Ballin' the Most, aka former Chicago Bulls coaches, Flex Winter and Trill Jackson, aka Styly Coyote and Flosshorn Swaghorn, aka Drip Van Winkle and John Jacob Jingleheimer Fitz. Welcome to the show, James Harris and Lawrence Schlossman, aka Jimmy and Larry, your motherfucking boys from the Throwing Fitz podcast. Thank you for being here, guys. How you doing? God damn, Josh! Yeah, dude, that was great, man. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for being here. I felt like I had you. You guys put on such a nice podcast, and I, I was so thrilled when I got to appear on your show. I wanted to show the same respect. You're paying it. Oh, yeah, forward. you were you were just like a, a, pro. a beacon in the darkness of the podscape that is throwing fits. <laughs> Yeah, it's great though. It's so fun. You had like killer guests lately, like heads of huge brands and, and labels and stuff. Well, Crazy. That's what we do every week, dog. Yeah. I mean, this is anything new for us. It's, uh, not new to this, true to this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do. Let's get into the game. Oh, yeah. Our game today is called Random Swag Check. James and Lawrence, you are experts on how to live large. During today's game, I'm going to ask you a series of questions about luxury, opulence, and generally balling out of control. As always, I will rate your answers based on creativity, accuracy, and how much they delight me specifically. Jimmy and Larry, are you ready to play Random Swag Check? Yes, more, more ready. Let's do this. First question, what is the most luxurious fabric or textile? Technically speaking, if you are to define luxury as like rarity and just like, you know, inaccessibility, mm -hmm. I would say it's uh, leather made from human skin. Sure. Oh, that's my answer! <laughs> I, I know. I mean, we're, we're playing as a team, Lawrence. We're playing as a team. But is that was that really your answer? Yeah, because it proves that not only do you play the most dangerous game, but you know how to win, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I mean, technically speaking, if you're going on like supply and demand, then yeah, it's, it's human leather. Yeah, 100% yeah. human skin loafers. Like that would be absolutely disgusting. Louis Vuitton, you're saying, has nothing on like Necronomicon, just a book yes. bound in human flesh. Right. Yes. That's right. the, ult right. the ultimate yeah. grail. But like yeah. if, you, if you were to kind of take the notion of luxury and make it more about like what makes you the most happiest and, mm -hmm. and also like is, you know, the, the fleeting ephemera that is... Uh, human joy, I would say it's just fucking just dapping up your boy. Wow. You know, that's skin a different on type of skin. skin on skin. Yeah. That's beautiful. So the most, most luxurious fabric or textile, human skin, dead or alive, DOA. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> human skin, dead or alive. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know how I can argue with that fully reasoned <laughs> argument. Yeah, this is an incredible answer. Human skin, dead or preferably alive. This answer is worth 98.6 points, the temperature and degrees of the human body. Next question. What is the ideal clothing item or accessory to wear to a high school reunion to show that you are thriving? Oh, this is easy, dude. This is two Rolexes. Whether it's on the same wrist or on multiple wrists, you gotta listen. There, there are great men throughout history. Maradona. 
Hunter S. Mm. Thompson, Fidel Castro. These were two roly men, uh, men of high and great stature that used the double Rolex flex to let everybody know that they were not just more important than them, but but absolutely better people. And that's what I would mm-hmm. be wearing to my high school reunion, absolutely. Whether that's on the same wrist, whether that's on each wrist, it doesn't even matter what the watches are, like the time zones, what it's time to. It's just the fact that you're wearing both of those is— One on each wrist is called being ambiflex dress. That's absolutely yeah, exactly. true. Yeah. Yeah. This answer is worth 125 points. That's a great answer. Next question. You're about to leave the house for a big meeting or event. You're looking good. You're feeling good. What do you tell yourself in the mirror so you hit the streets with maximum confidence? I have been dabbling in nihilism. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I would say nothing matters. Who cares? Like, it doesn't matter how you perform at this meeting. Well, you know, shoulders back, good posture, pretend you're wearing a cape. Um, but then nothing matters. <laughs> Wait, who cares? When you say pretend you're wearing a cape, does that mean you pretend you're wearing a cape or I should pretend you're wearing a cape now? Both. Like, okay. I, I'm, you, it, it really, it honestly helps if you're like, yo, I'm wearing a cape. You like, you actually like throw your shit back. Um, mm. you know, like a fucking, like a dump truck. Um, <laughs> but no, uh, nothing matters. Who cares? It doesn't matter if you perform this big meeting event, we're all going to die. Yep. Your performance does not affect the greater outcome of anything. Mm-hmm. And in a way, it's almost like Buddhist where it's like, yo, like, it's so zen. It's it's so nihilistic that you've re- achieved nirvana. Right. You're obliterating desire and ego. Yeah. Who fucking cares? You're going to be okay. And when you release that, it's like you, you gain clarity. I think that's great. This answer, this answer is worth uh, 200 points. Wow. Okay. Next question. What is the best thing you can do to feel like a big shot or a high roller that costs less than $20? Oh, it's easy. Buy a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> like that's that's <laughs> that's the easiest question I've ever been asked in my life. Uh, yeah, I mean, you could find a variety of cigarettes uh, depending on the state that you live in for less than twenty yeah. bucks, and immediately start fucking blasting darts. You're gonna feel great. You're gonna fucking look great. And who even knows where your day can go from there? So yeah, smoke that entire pack throughout the course of twenty four hours and uh, report back to the boy. Yeah. <laughs> This yeah. is this is no this is no bullshit. This is not a bullshit answer. This is like a real answer I'm about to give. <laughs> it was um, no bullshit either. That was head, a serious head answer. To your, Fuck you. I'm not I'm not saying that yours was bullshit. I'm just saying the one no, I'm about to just give. Just prefacing is not like I shouldn't think of yours as being bullshit. Yeah. yeah. I shit you not. Head to your local fishmonger and purchase one cooked lobster tail. Mm. Um, the the shit at my place, which is around the corner, which is expensive, like way too expensive, just overall, uh, is six dollars. Right. So Whoa. you could get up to three. If it's if you're keeping it sub twenty, but I say just purchase a single one. They're gonna be really annoyed with you, um, <laughs> right? Because they have like a whole line. They're like fucking yep. cleaning. They're they're deep pooping shrimp and you know like yep. scrubbing oysters and and mussels and shit. But you're just like let me get one single lobster tail. And you you come off looking like a big shot asshole. But uh, bring it home, melt some butter, melt some garlic butter, um, maybe some miso butter, or bring the butter with you, BYOB. Yep. Yeah, that's ma- mainlining opulence, eating a lobster at, like, out of your hand on the street. That's pretty yeah. good. Or, or do it on the subway so you can be a fucking, you know how like people, like that's the biggest. <laughs> like, people, are eating, like, bur- people are eating like sandwiches, like clipping their nails. That's just asshole maneuvers. But yeah. to eat a fucking lobster tail with like butter that's like splattering around and, and staining people's clothes. The that's- next person sits down and like, did I just sit in? Perfectly melted garlic butter. Yeah. <laughs> Is it low tide in, in, in this train car? It's fucking fragrant. Yeah. I'm just imagining if you walked onto a subway car and a dude was just boiling up a pot of delicious lobster. Like, what? 
Jesus Christ. Oh, hey, only in New York, baby. You know? <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm lobster in the hey, yo. I don't understand why the guy was like, the guy was like, one lobster tail? And I was like, yes. Oh, this you're, you're speaking from experience because we we did this when we were constructing a seafood tower, which I believe is the top no, of no, no, another No, 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 no. At some point over last summer, I was walking past the fishmonger and usually there's a line. There's no line. And I was just like, yo, I just want a fucking lobster tail, G. Yo, like, yo let me get a Lucy. Let me get a lobster <laughs> Lucy real quick, bro. <laughs> Lobster tail Lucy's. <laughs> Damn, that is opulent as fuck. You gotta give it to Jim when he's right. He's right. Yeah, this is an incredible answer. <laughs> this answer is worth three hundred sixty points because it covers us all the way around. No yes, doubt. Does. Sick. We nailed Next it. Next question. <laughs> Thank you. Speaking of seafood towers, a seafood tower is a classically opulent thing to eat. But what other foods should come presented as a tower for maximum luxury? Oh man, uh, two answers. One. Josh, you might not like this, but drugs. Drugs should come in a tower <laughs> where yeah. you have a bush, a bushel of marijuana as mm-hmm. your base. Sure. Right? Your second tier, let's go downers, right? <laughs> so, like, some good opioids. <laughs> sure. Um, some perkies, some zans. Ooh. And then up top, just in, like, in the, like, the little mini net cup with, like, the, 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 the same spoons that you, you know, yep. spoon the mini net into your oysters— Cocaine. Yeah, Josh's sure. favorite for sure. That will <laughs> Come on, get a lot of right. points here. Enough of that. <laughs> Fish scale. Fish scale. Right? Yeah, it's, of course. It's a fucking, yeah. <laughs> a in, in a way, and then uh, the second answer, I would say pork. Um, just various pork products. Yeah. Layered in tower form. Bacon. Sausage. Chops. What else we got? Ribs. Uh, ribs. Ribs. Yeah. Yeah. Ham. Mm. <laughs> Sliced ham. Yeah. And then on top of all that, a bowl of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Always for good measure. Um, yeah, that's very good. I think, I, I feel like a drugs tower, like if you went into a party and there were drugs presented as a tower, you'd be like, they, they really made an effort. I'm, and I'm yeah. so and I'm so much more trustworthy of those drugs presented in tower form, without a doubt, versus like loose pills or a stray you line like plastic, or whatever. Like, like if it's presented, crumpled plastic bag, yeah, yeah, come on. Bro. They do bowls of like in LA, they'll do like bowls of joints, like at uh, bud tenders, at baby right? showers, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah and anything in LA, yeah. gender reveals, uh, <laughs> fucking vax clinics, yeah, <laughs> anti-vax clinics, yeah, yeah. It's uh, one, uh Seth Rogen's crib, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Luckily, I think I, I agree though. I think because a bowl of joints, that's that's um welcoming, that's hospitable, but a tower, that's presentation as well. You know what I mean? They, they went the extra mile. Yes. Yeah. I mean uh, <laughs> the most opulent <laughs> moment in the departed, the departed was when Jack Nicholson yes. reached into a bowl of coke and just threw it onto the fucking pillow and was like, dare yeah. to dream or whatever the fuck you <laughs> said. I don't know. Uh, my answer to this question, uh, well, I, I don't even need to answer this really because the answer is already out there. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar, but TGI Fridays had a Jack <laughs> Daniels sampler tower, which at the mm. bottom had sesame jack chicken strips, and in the middle they had jack glazed ribs, and at the top they had crispy jack, jack shrimp, excuse me. So this has already been figured out. Yeah. This is an outstanding answer. It's worth 150 points for the percentage of a TGI Friday's appetizer tower that I would eat right now. I would eat 150%. I would eat one and a half appetizer towers. I'm very hungry. Next question. What award, achievement, or status is best for rubbing in the faces of haters? The one thing that I think that a lot of people have, that Lawrence and I have, that we rub in the faces of the haters Every single fucking week is such this incredible 
incredible bond that we have, right? So I would say it's uh, taking your your archive of written correspondence that you have with your homie, like, and we're talking we're talking penned out letters, right? Sharp. Like John Adams uh, type beat, and mm-hmm. just literally just rubbing it in the face of the biggest fucking hater, and just being like, I have a homie that loves me, and I love him back, and we express this yeah. securely and you know uh, robustly across years of correspondence, and you don't have that. Which is why you're That's a fucking beautiful. hater in the first place, you fucking hater. Imagine if you had fucking right, love no and joy in your that. life, you wouldn't be a fucking yeah. hater. Or it's, that, hater. or it's that dude that um was like, uh, classes for men, swag is for boys with the fedora and like just rubbing the fedora <laughs> in the hater's face. <laughs> Uh, damn, that's a great answer, James, and, and a heartwarming one at that. I was just going to say, I know this isn't technically, like, an award or whatever, but, like, yo, a triple-digit fit pick, that fucking Ooh. feels good for a fucking mm-hmm. celebrity like myself and James and Josh, uh, and it would also feel good for a pedestrian or a fucking civilian just to fucking show the losers at your five-year high school reunion, hey, listen, I may be a broke, virgin loser, but... I got 100 likes on my last fit pick. And that person goes, <laughs> what is a fit pick? And then they give you a swirly and stuff you in a locker. But in that very fucking brief moment, you feel great. Adult swirly is tough. Again, I have very little <laughs> yeah, hair up really. top. The toilet water just goes straight to the scalp. <laughs> yeah, for you specifically. Yeah, that's uh, it's no good. I try to avoid that at all. And then all you have costs. to call out of work sick because you're like, well, I got an ear infection. You're like, how do you get an ear infection? And you're like, well, I got adult swirly at my five year high school reunion, and I'm bald. <laughs> I tried to rub a triple-digit fit pick in my homeless face. <laughs> the boss is like, I mean, take the day and then take all the rest of the days because you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're you're done. You're done here. Pack up your desk and leave. You're too pathetic for me to employ. Ah, <laughs> oh, great answers once again. Nice. This a triple-digit fit pick correspondence between you and your boy. I think again, this is going to be a triple-digit answer. This Imagine answer they award shows for these actual things that we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> most most loving correspondence with your boy, <laughs> Emily hey. Dickinson. Yeah, right. She's not here. She's not here. <laughs> she didn't show. <laughs> this answer is worth two hundred twenty-two points. <laughs> Next question. What is the absolute most impressive event to have VIP passes for? Oh, this one's easy. Um, if you have VIP passes to the uh, Illuminati mass orgy, like that's the that's the one <laughs> percent of the one percent. This one was very easy for me to figure out. I just assumed that everyone there was a VIP. Is that not true? Well, except for Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, Josh, are you are you? Uh, Fucking? Are you being fucked? Are you drinking the blood of a child? Are you? What are you doing at the orgy? You know. Okay. Uh, so that's a tiered system based on on wristband access. What does VIP get you though, Lawrence? Like, what is what is what is what are the VIP perks? Oh, oh, well, you know, is it is the, like a free drink ticket? Is it like well, early access? Uh, you probably have a, like a a cooler, fancy, fanciful, bedazzled mask versus just like a mm-hmm. kind of more normal mask. Maybe a better like a robe. party city. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I believe there's bottomless mimosas that come with the uh, <laughs> with, with that wristband as well. Um, you know, just based on my general knowledge of uh, what goes on. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. you know, perks. Another well, carafe, sir. <laughs> exactly. You know, just just general, just general. The kind of perks you would expect at the Illuminati masked orgy. You know, mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna say the speaking of inaugural events, uh, the uh, most impressive event of VIP passes for is the first ever. 
throwing fits BBBQ. Um, <laughs> we are throwing a fucking barbecue in some sort of park this summer. Come one, come all. Josh mm. Houston, your producer, you're all invited. Uh, anyone listening is invited. We'll, we'll blast out the info. VIP access gets you the keys to my apartment, which is two blocks away from a Karen Parks that you can use a <laughs> private bathroom, not the fucking porta-potties that are literally covered in shit at this point. So, yeah, VIP passes for the first inaugural Throwing Fits Barbecue. Will alcohol sponsors get sued for negligence and liability? Yes. But if you want to send us free booze, Lawrence uh, can give you my address on, on Mike. <laughs> and then Housen can bleep it out. Absolutely. That is my friends. <laughs> Please bleep that out. <laughs> that is my real address. Uh, I mean, uh, apartment 4A. <laughs> no, I will have moved by then, so. I like that plug. Thanks. Yeah, we're going to have a barbecue at some point. We don't really have any of the details, but uh, if anyone is just finding a, finding out about Throwing Fits through uh, Josh's awesome podcast, definitely tap in with the goddamn motherfucking boys and come yeah. uh, make some fucking simulated perfect. friendships. Great answer. This sounds like so much fun. This answer is worth 82 points, which is a great temperature for an outdoor event, in my opinion. Next question and final question. Mm. What is the best opening sentence to a last will and testament that lets everyone after your death know that you lived well? Uh, well, we're never going to die, so, you know, <laughs> not applicable. Um, not to, this is the most, I have to imagine this is the most seafood-heavy episode you've ever put together josh <clears throat> to paraphrase pimp c i ate so many shrimp i got iodine poisoning and then i and then i died um <laughs> of iodine poisoning i think if you if you're able to consume enough shrimp that you fucking die of gout or iodine poisoning then people have known that you lived life to the absolute fullest well that's gonna fuck up my answer because i was gonna say to paraphrase not even to directly quote another great philosopher of our time young jizzle i used to give a damn but I never gave a fuck. What's up? And I would love for all of my family and loved ones to hear that and then to immediately understand that I am leaving them absolutely fucking nothing. <laughs> Spent it all on the shrimp that I ate. Yeah. As long and, as I died together in a suicide. I, 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 say, shrimp I spent suicide. it all on, on James's beautiful funeral. <laughs> Great answers. I think th these would be some of the most epic wills and or testaments of all time. Hey, they died doing what they loved. Rapping along <laughs> to rap songs where they can't say the N-word. <laughs> Rapping along to rap songs where they can't say the N-word. Spending all their money and eating shrimp. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Would you mind if I wrote write this down for the eulogy? I assume I'll be giving you guys a joint eulogy. Yeah, yeah in appreciate two years it. from now. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah, I think that's tomorrow. <laughs> right, getting a dead truck of shrimp delivered to the front uh, <laughs> barbecue. That's <laughs> and then all the leftovers are for the funeral. Yeah. <laughs> if for for all the bereaved, there will be a half a dump truck full of leftover shrimp. Yeah. Don't have yeah. a funeral on a Monday because you know that shrimp is bad. <laughs> Oh, it's just like my father used to say. <laughs> <laughs> never, never eat funeral shrimp on a Monday. God <laughs> damn! <laughs> that's, what, that's what Jack Nicholson said in The Departed. Sure. <laughs> Don't come up till you've eaten all that shrimp and your face is dumb. <laughs> Again, unbeatable answers. 299 points. Yes. Ooh. 
That brings us to the end of our game of Random Swag Check. Your total score is 1,536.6 points, the highest all-time score in Make My Day history. Jimmy and Larry, how do you feel? Wow. You know the fucking vibes. <laughs> how many, how many uh, shrimp can we buy with that? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the fucking David Buster's tickets counter. As the grand prize winners on today's episode, you have each won $100 uh, as a donation or contribution to the charity or cause of your choice. You can pick the same cause or different causes. Where will the money be going? I want to donate my shit to uh, Border Kindness. They supply like very basic foundational needs for the most vulnerable refugees and people migrating over the border, the southern border, mostly women and children. So everything from like uh, medical care for you know, mothers, dental care for kids, um, toys, the most basic shit to the most vulnerable people, uh, even like PPE. So yes, Border Kindness, check them out. They've been doing great work all since their inception and continue to do great work. Um, yeah, and that's where my prize will be going. Wonderful. In the words of my work husband, I'd like to donate my shit uh, to the Oasis in <laughs> Patterson, New Jersey, a haven for women and children. Shout out the Oasis. That's where I'm sending my money to. That's wonderful. So the Oasis in Patterson, New Jersey and yes, Border sir. Kindness, I'll put information in the show notes and on the show's social media if any listeners want to donate as well. I think those are great. Those are really wonderful causes and I think they'll really resonate with the listeners. And now our show's final segment, the pep talks. Mm-hmm. We'll each give a pep talk to a person or group. You two can work together or independently um, uh, to a person or group that we think needs it this week. I'll go first. My pep talk is for skinny jeans. Mm-hmm. People say you're out of style, that your time in the spotlight has passed. And that's probably true. Much like peasant blouses and button-down shirts with shimmering silver dragons embossed on them before you, you are losing your literal tight grip on the fashion world. But take heart. Just because you're not cool anymore doesn't mean you're done for. Crocs aren't cool, but a zillion people buy and wear new pairs of Crocs every day. Billy Joel isn't cool, but once a month, he takes a private helicopter, which I guess is the only kind of helicopter. I've never heard of a public helicopter. But he takes a private helicopter to Madison Square Garden to play a sold-out concert. That could be you, Skinny Jeans. You can remain stuck to the butts of hordes of people who are no longer in the most coveted advertising demographics, as if you were the seats at Madison Square Garden during a Billy Joel show. Nothing stays cool forever. Billy Joel used to be on top of the billboard charts and date supermodels, despite being essentially Danny DeVito with a piano. Now, (laughs) he rides around Long Island on a motorcycle with his pet pug in a sidecar, and that seems like a pretty nice life too. Much better than if you were making humiliating TikTok videos and begging Lil Uzi Vert to collaborate with him on his next album. (laughs) Billy Joel is thriving as the Billy Joel of Billy Joels, and you skinny jeans can be the Billy Joel of pants. It's an existence (laughs) that may not seem glamorous now, but it will allow you to stay in the game for the longest time. Jimmy and Larry, the, the floor is yours for pep talks. I'm going to go wear some skinny jeans. Yeah, um, <laughs> God damn, I feel inspired. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, um, I want to give a pep talk to my haters. To my haters, you're doing amazing, sweaty. Uh, we're still here. You know, we will be dead in two years. And yet in in that, in that you know, 720 whatever days, um, right? I don't know. I got an 800 on math SATs. Uh <laughs> Take that, haters. My advice to you, dear haters, is to keep feeding me shrimp because that is the Achilles heel. That is the vent in the Death Star, the asshole in the Death Star that uh, Luke Skywalker shoots his laser into. Um, Sorry if I'm fucking up that reference. Uh, Yeah, keep feeding me shrimp. You know, that's eventually what's going to kill me. But even if you kill me, my boy, Larry, my work husband, my fucking partner in crime is going to give me the best send-off there is. 
and you're not invited to the funeral. You're not going to be that fucking dude that's, you know, just fucking posted up at the gravesite. So I'm sorry. Um, you know, but sometimes they say that, you know, like Buddhist monks, going back to Buddhism once again, this is a, a, a philosophy pod at its core. <laughs> so um, Sometimes the, the, joy, the joy is in the act itself, right? It's not about the, the end. It's about the means. And maybe that, uh, you know, acting as my hater and our haters, me, Lawrence, Josh, even yeah. Houston, um, that's what gives you your purpose. And you know what? If we could enable you to find joy in the uh, everyday acts of just hating, that's our gift to you. Keep feeding the shrimp haters. Josh, pick that sopping little cue ball up out of the toilet at, at your five-year <laughs> high school reunion. I'm pulling you out of the locker and I'm telling you, listen, guy. Future Josh, you're gonna have a fucking podcast. And on that podcast, you're gonna have Jimmy and Larry, the co-hosts of the only podcast that matters. And they are going to have such a fucking amazing, uproarious, incredible time with you that it won't matter every time that you got fucking rejected and we could not be more happy. But only be, one of them is smooth. <laughs> <laughs> and we couldn't be happier to, to share the spotlight with you on, uh, what is this called? Make My, Make My Day. Thank you. No problem, Doc. I appreciate it. That was wonderful. Those have been the pep talks, and that's been the show. This is Make My Day. My guests today are James Harrison, Lawrence Sossman, the motherfucking boys, Jimmy and Larry from Throwing Fits. Where can people find you and your work? Where, where can people track you down? At Throwing Fits, we're verified, so you'll yeah. find us. Yeah, um, don't worry about it. <laughs> throwing Fits, guest episodes on Tuesday, boys-only episodes. Oh, patreon.com slash throwing fits. Please, please, we yes, need health care. that's the one. That's the one, dude. We're, we're, we have spent so much money on shrimp. Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> battling iodine poisoning. Um, you know, we're, we're trying to pay for some innovative testing, some innovative procedures. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm becoming more shrimp than man. Yeah. <laughs> you live your life one lobster tail at a time. Exactly. I respect I that. Um, I'm, soon I'm going to have an exoskeleton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, the personals are at Dr. Taco spelled out on Instagram, at Star Sartorily Inc. on Instagram. What is Two your very Twitter? Cool names. What's your tweet? Uh, my <laughs> yeah, Twitter <our> is. Sucks, <laughs> Forget about it. I mean, whatever, is dude. DR <laughs> underscore Taco MD. You know, like, a, like a motherfucking license plate. <laughs> oh, God damn. And I'm also Sartorily Inc. on Twitter. You don't know what the fuck I'm talking about or how to spell it, but it doesn't <laughs> fucking matter because. All that matters is the beauty of male friendship. Yeah. And that is go, what go to, was on display. Go to the people that Jesus and Meryl follow, and then you'll find us. <laughs> oh, fl big fucking flex. Yeah, they follow like thousands <laughs> of people. Dude. Yeah, but that's, you know. That's it. That's been the show. Uh, I'm Josh Gondelman. Thanks again to Jimmy and Larry from Throwing Fits. Um, again, the, the information for Oasis in Patterson, New Jersey, and Border Kindness will be in the show notes. And that's the show. Make My Day is a Radio Point production produced by Houston Snyder and Naomi Steinberg, recorded and edited by Kat Iosa, executive produced by Alex Bach, Rich Corson, and Daniel Powell. If you like the show, please rate and review it as highly as your conscience allows. A five-star review really helps. We'll be back next week. Until then, have several nice days. <laughs>